up, Internet? You're tuned into the Video Game Pals podcast, the only weekly podcast where a group of lifelong friends and gamers get together to talk about video games, the news, and how it all makes us feel. Pete got fired for company malfeasance. He was using the company funds to buy his own video games, and we're not about that. I'm your host, Andy Brown. What? And he had money? No. <laughs> oh. Wait. Why, why was are... it I told? First of all, uh, Andy, why are you inciting a riot? Uh, <laughs> second of all, Pete didn't get fired. He uh, was slain by Thanos. Oh, and sorry. so he is right. gone. For the good of the universe. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. all things, all things considered, like we did turned out pretty well, <laughs> considering he killed like what half the people, right? Like we beat yeah. the odds here. But don't leave Pete. I mean, like, rip, but, like... <laughs> well, I was trying to gloss over tragedy by making it look like Pete had committed a felony. Sue me. Oh, yeah, so Sully has good name. <laughs> he Instead won't be well, about his death. What's his memory, really, you know? Oof. Oh, that's horrible, Andy. Pete will be back <laughs> next week, for the record. Wait, All right, Pete will wow. be back next week. Uh, we're working on this spell... To resurrect him somehow? Don't, it, it's dark magic. It's okay. It's fine. When we're not in a combat area, you can resurrect. I know this. So, yeah, like, yeah. we're good. <laughs> All right. So, I'm Andy Brown. With me, as always, are the Guildmaster himself, Mr. Sean Bartley. Hello, hello. The Esports Dynamo, Miss Peggy Ford. Hey, -o. And the Edgelord with a Heart of Gold, Mr. Robert Thompson. Hey, guys. All right, so we're going to kick the show off the way we sometimes do. What have y'all been playing this week? Thompson, you got stuff to tell us, right? Yes, actually I do. Yeah, so there is a game called Frostpunk, and it is by the same studio who did this war of mine. I don't remember the name of it right now. Sorry about that. Should look that up. But in any case, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's a nice little city builder game. It's something like Banished if you ever played that. You know, it's a, it's pretty uh, hard. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty fucking hard no matter what you're going to do. You're probably going to lose at least once or twice. Uh, but once you understand, like, the flow of the game, which is all about managing the cold, because this game takes place in a 1888-ish, or 1887, uh, the world is having essentially a new ice age. I think they say at one point there's volcanoes exploding in the south. They don't really explain why, but the world's freezing over. Shit reaches, like, negative 180 degrees. Uh, and it's 1887? It's, it's yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Just give so up, a giant... human race? Yeah, seriously. So, yeah, everyone's pretty screwed. Basically, it's an apocalypse. Um, you manage your city by having this giant generator in the center, and you have basically just got this circle to build around. And, uh, you know, like, just build around the circle. But everything, as you expand, gets less and less hot, and you have to get coal consistently every minute of every goddamn second, or you will freeze. And the game is really hard. I cannot stress how hard this game is. But it's really rewarding. It's got... Um, Every every couple of days in the game, um, it's got like little laws you can pass, which start giving you like characters that show up and you know, so say for example, you want to enact child labor because guess what? You've only got fifty people and ten kids. So you tell them, Alright, well we need we we got we gotta get coal and shit and it's not harmful to have the kids go mine, but it's harmful to say have them in the workshops. So we'll just have the kids do the easy stuff. What the so you do hell? that? Well, you gotta do it for labor laws, <laughs> right? What kind of game is this? What is a city what builder are we game? Talking about? It's a city builder post child labor. Kind of I think Thompson's well, bought some child case, slaves somewhere. What I'm saying and is, is trying to like make it sound like a game. Thompson, are yeah. you committing human rights violations? Not yet. Oh, we thought but Pete I... <laughs> was doing the felony. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's the greatest scapegoat. But so say you do enact that law, you can then go further and, you know, like say every job's cool for kids or just cut the line right there. Or you don't have to do that at all. You can say, hey, kids can go live in uh, the safe havens. They don't mess around with anything. But guess what? You're really tanking your economy. Uh, based on the decisions you make and the laws you pass, civilians will like come up to you with things. So if you do make child labor, this one woman comes up and she's like, listen, my, my kid's going to get hurt. Can I like, you know, get her out for a day? And, and if you say yes, then everyone wants their kids out. So you have to be really careful about what decisions you make. Unfortunately, you got to make hard decisions. So you know, surviving is basically like a matter of morality. It's it's sort of built into the game, though. Uh, the only downside I'd say is having beat it. Uh, I did go back and like beat it again, and I tried to do as good of a playthrough as possible. And you can turn to like this religious cult kind of view, or like a weird sort of like British eighteen eighties fascist movement. Everything looks like nineteen eighty four, but in the eighteen eighties. So you can turn one of those two routes, and unfortunately, it kind of forces you to like 
have a shitty side of your city show. You know, you can't like beat the game without having something kind of crappy happen to it. Huh. So that kind of sucks. But at the same time, really super fun game. It's like thirty bucks. Uh, it's on Steam. I highly recommend it. It's from the people who did the Spore Mine. If you like ever heard of that game or you know even uh, heard any reviews about it, it was pretty well regarded. So two thumbs up. Now Thompson, <laughs> like eight out of ten Goldblum so far. Yes. If I haven't played a city builder since pretending to understand what was going on in SimCity 2000 back on my elementary school's computer, will I enjoy yes. this game? Yeah, yeah, actually. So that's the one good thing I like about it, honestly. Like, the, the end game of it doesn't become incredibly complex. It always retains, like, some level of, you know, like, micromanagement, but it never becomes overwhelming. So if you get to, like, high-level SimCity stuff and you got, like, I got 80,000 things, or I don't know if you've seen... um you know, uh, city skylines where it's like you got 20,000 buildings with traffic everywhere and all that shit. It's like, you don't have to deal with that crap in this game. It never gets overbearing. It cuts off at day 30. So, okay. It sounds like it's short, but getting to day 30, you're going to be slapping that pause bar, yeah, that pause bar constantly because shit gets real all the time and <laughs> people are freezing and, you know, like throwing sawdust in the food to make the rations work. You know, it what? sucks. So, yeah, I mean, that's one of the options you got to do. Either you got to throw sawdust in or you got to give them soup. And nobody likes soup because it's just watered down meat and all that. And so they're mad about both ends. And you're like, well, what do you want? You want sawdust in your food or do you want soup? See, it fucking sucks, man. It's a dark the world's game. freezing over. It is. It's supposed to be a little dark. But like, wow. Really this fun. Is... Thompson, I'm going to yeah. ask you again. Are you <laughs> yes. sure? Yes. Okay. I'm I'm 100 sure I didn't commit any crimes. I okay. Yeah. Like I 100%. was I was dragging Pete's name through the mud, but <laughs> I mean he's, maybe like it I said, he's the yours. best the best scapegoat. But nah, we're good. What's the name of this game again? Frostpunk. Frostpunk. Yes. So it's like a steampunky, uh, 1880s, uh, you know, thing going on. So yeah, <laughs> summarize. All right. Cool. All right, so before we get on with the rest of the show, if you want to fuck, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm good, I completely thanks. don't know what, <laughs> what Pete usually says. So, uh, because Andy is not a true host, uh, I'm going to tell you guys where you can find us. So, uh, you can always get to us on iTunes, or I should say Apple Podcasts. Uh, where we are five-star rated, and of course we deserve it, uh, so keep that going. Uh, you can write to us at thevideogamepals at gmail.com. You can write in with a random question of the week, buy or sell, or a comment on any topic we've discussed on this or any other episode. Uh, you can get us at the Comics Pals, wherever your social media is sold. Uh, and then of course we are on YouTube, where if you're watching this on YouTube, you can like the video. Uh, leave us a comment, share it with your friends, and last but not least, subscribe to the channel. It's free to do, and it helps us out a lot more than it costs you. Awesome. Now that Sean's put me on blast for not being a true host. <laughs> I mean, I had to, man. You did, you did. I'm more of the ever-present co-host and antagonist type, really. But wouldn't a co-host be able to perform the functions of a host? No, you're thinking vice-host. See, but this this is what happens. Like, the protagonist is somehow defeated, and then the antagonist is like, I don't know what to do. Like, the job's done. Yeah, it's done. like, huh. when what Goku dies now? and Vegeta has to, like, step up. Yeah, like, what would the Joker do if Batman was just dead, you know? Just be sad. Top five anime betrayals. I'm pretty sure that's already a comic. <laughs> Not to my knowledge. Really? Yeah. And Tron's a comic's pal. All right, so now that we got our, you know podcasty stuff out of the way it's time for the news the news we talking about the news the news the news we talking about the news all right so our first news item for this week is a fun one we got capcom re-releasing mega man 2 and mega man x on their original consoles as cartridges what yep they are teaming up with <laughs> i am 8-bit to re-release the games um on the nes and the super nintendo in like brand new cartridge form they're premium cartridges, though, so they're going to cost $100. What? Going to come... Yeah, no, I'm out What? <laughs> yep. No! Yeah, they cost $100, come with deluxe packaging and premium instruction booklets. Uh, the one for Mega Man X has a forward written by Gerard the Completionist. Oh, that's cool. They're also going to have retro pack-in surprises. I have no idea what that means. Okay. Okay. Um... 
And yeah, so they're going to be, I think the Mega Man 2 is in like blue plastic. The Mega Man X is like a bright white. And they're randomly putting in a thousand translucent ones in their limited run of 8,500. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, now the price makes a little more sense. You can buy a bunch to, like, you know, make sure you get that random translucent one. And uh, then mark up the price like everyone did with the NES Classic and all those right. other consoles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's so, great. <laughs> so they're re-releasing a game that came out on a console that's, what, whatever, 30 years old or something crazy like that, and... It only works on the original console, right? Is that what you said? Yep. Yeah, you have to like physically put it in a a Super Nintendo or an NES. Okay, cool. So this is only basically only for people who are older than thirty, uh, and they have to actually still have the desire to play those games, but also not have the desire to play them in any of the other <laughs> forms that they've been re-released over the countless years since their initial release. This is one of the dumbest things I have ever heard. No, no, well, no. What, what, what's the problem, though? Like, you know, you each have to not do all those things, and then they can pay $100 at least to do the stuff. Yeah, Shaw, I, I know you're, like, you're like shaking your head and all, but, like, I don't see the problem at all. <laughs> there... Listen, Peggy, <laughs> don't troll me, okay? Just because oh, Pete's not here <laughs> does not make me the target. I'm that's, not the target. That's debatable. It's not de- it's not up for debate. What I'm telling you right now is that for a hundred dollars, they better pack a new Mega Man game <laughs> in there for the PS4. Also, well, the sad thing is, is I have my SNES behind me with a Mega Man X cartridge already exactly. sitting there. I actually own this exactly in real life. Guys, and like, <laughs> guys, you're forgetting something. Nostalgia sells big, yep. and this they is did the going same thing sell. last year That's with why I bought Street the Fighter Two Mini. And those sold out mm-hmm. in like two yeah, days. Yeah. Oh, yep. but that's Street Fighter Two. But it was yeah. the Super Nintendo Mega port Mega of Man, Street so Fighter Two. It's not like yeah, your your Street Fighter Two is someone else's Mega Man. No, those people they've they, 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 no those Street people Fighter will II, pay a hundred dollars to get this fucking cartridge, Sean. They're crazy. Street Fighter Two is one of the greatest games of all time. Mega Man X <laughs> is a game. Okay, oh, it's got got one up on PUBG then, right? Yeah, sort it's of a like game how people a will game. pay a hundred dollars for. All right, well we'll see. So, I guess. Wow, I'm not buying it. Wait, I'm not buying it. Like <laughs> I don't so believe it, levels? and I'm not buying it. <laughs> as in, I'm not buying it. So, um, now that that's out of the way, it's time for the random question of the week. All right, well at least you didn't <laughs> blow my ears out. Yeah, that's bull. Yeah. Wow, that was terrible. Wow. <laughs> Keeping the audio wow, on Wow, sorry, I'm responsible. <laughs> and this is what I get for it. So, yeah. Sean's out on the $100 Mega Man X to say nothing of the $100 Mega Man 2 for the Nintendo Entertainment I'm System. I'm out on that as well. Is there any classic game that you would be willing to pay $100 for like a fancy collector's edition of? Ooh, great question. Ooh. Okay, Castlevania so, Symphony of Night. Yeah. <laughs> Done. <laughs> so I'm gonna be trash, and I feel a little bit called out because I'm also the idiot that would pay over a hundred dollars for the original Defiance. So you I don't think I have much quality control. Original Defiance. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying I did that originally. Like the original Defiance came out, I bought it full price, and then the DLC is a full price, and it went free to play a couple months later. So like, I'm not really one to talk, but uh. I'm also still trash because I would absolutely buy another Skyrim edition. <laughs> Not lying. What's that? The hundredth edition of Skyrim? It's like sixth or something. It would be sixth, but like for the record, they would need to like they really need to spruce it up outside of their like. I think the other they had like a full like Elder Scrolls set that was all the Elder Scrolls games plus like a poster okay. of like. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, of like Tamriel, yeah, and that yeah. was pretty cool. But like. For like a hundred bucks, it would need to be like one of the weapons or an Elder Scroll fucking self at this point. <laughs> you can bend time and space for a mere hundred dollars. Yeah. That'd be great. Sold. I'm in. Give me the Nightingale Blade. Like you give me the the like the replica of the Nightingale Blade, that might be like 120, I would imagine, but like I would I imagine for like a Skyrim it. special edition, they'd have to have at least one with like that 
helmet, right? That's like the yeah, yeah the, they, they the sold Skyrim, that already at like, one point. Yeah, they did. Logo at this point is basically that one helmet. That's not even that good of a helmet, if I remember correctly. <laughs> no, it's terrible. You you drop it by like yeah. level twenty five, at most. So I think that I would I would pay a hundred dollars for, and 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 by the way, just to clarify, this means it's playable on modern consoles or on the console it originally released on. Whatever you want. Okay, thank you, Peggy. Uh, so Smash Five. <laughs> Listen, I hope so. Uh, so in that case, my answer is Capcom versus SNK Two. Uh, that is a game that is that is probably the best fighting game ever. Uh, it, that or like Third Strike, Street Fighter. Um, but that is a game that is not possible to find. Uh, they don't really release it ever they don't re-release it ever uh if you have it you have it if you don't you're, you're you're screwed i have it but i want it on ps4 and i want it with some cool like the soundtrack would be cool to have um mm-hmm. or or like a making of i would love to know what capcom and snk's relationship was like like i i think that would be very like a documentary or something i think i'd pay a hundred dollars for that for sure i'd pay a hundred dollars if it was just the game just because that's like, we need that game back. Solid. Mm-hmm. I have two questions, Sean, actually. Yeah. Uh, was that an arcade cabinet is my yes. first question. Okay, then follow up to that. When I was in Vis- Michigan visiting our friends, um, they have that arcade cabinet, and I got the high score on it. Um, so Hey, get wrecked, Sean. Fun. Because I showed up the day the guy got it there. And he was like, hey, I was playing it, and the guy comes over, and he's like, hey, you like this? I was like, yeah, I, I like Marvel vs. Capcom 2 better. But, like, this one is still great, you know. So that goes into my second question. Uh, so it was the first one to play. That's why I got the high score, by the way. I'm not, like, blowing it yeah. away. Nah, but, uh, I'm just going to humble yeah. brag about my high score that was, nah, like, you know, second, cheapened. But yeah. the second one is, were it Marvel vs. Capcom 2, I would have got the high score. So uh, do you like that game at all? And, like, have you played that one? Marvel 2? Yeah. Not only have I played it. But do you like I... it, like... As much I, as SNK? Or? No, I don't like it as much as SNK, but I'll Ooh. tell you this. Yeah. We can do this. I oh, I yeah. officially <laughs> challenge you. I haven't played that in, like, forever, and I'd love to Me play neither. it again. I you need already an excuse. called it, though. I need an excuse. <laughs> you said you would get the high score. I don't oh, care yeah, about yeah. a high score. What I care about is you and me oh, in a shit. three out of five. Oh, Sean's throwing down the infinity <laughs> Oh, dude, I gotta, I gotta fire up uh, my old system or whatever the hell I have it on and, and start playing that shit again. Oh, this man. is exciting. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> VGP absolutely. esports. VGP esports. Yes, yes. Yeah, now we that can Pete's do that. Not here, we can make our own rules. Hey, Pete got pretty okay at it at one point too, so we could throw him in the ring if we want to beat him up. I mean, if you want to, yeah. If you just want <laughs> just three to beat victories. him up. I'm saying first we drag <laughs> his name in the, the mud, blow. then we destroy him. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, to to really kick him while he's down, you know. To soften the blow of uh, your defeat at my hands. Oh no. <laughs> you may beat on Pete if you'd like. Oh my god. Okay, wait. I'll rescind it. That's not what I was saying. <laughs> and Peggy and I will shoutcast the whole thing. I stand firm. I used to be really good at this game. <laughs> Yes, that's a great idea. All right, we got to do this. Mark it on your calendars. Yeah, man, I gotta try this. I look forward to it. Hang on, wait. For the record, we gotta do it in the most non-technical way possible. So, like, <laughs> Sean pokes, Sean pokes Thompson a whole bunch of times. Oh, it's a nice upper poke. Like, just keep upper going. Poke. <laughs> He's really using the controller. Yeah, yeah. Is he using a He's keyboard? Really no, this is controller only. Okay, got it. Yes. Oh my God. Goal! We're doing wait, no. this. What about you, Andy? Uh, for me, I think for a hundred bucks, I would. I'm gonna be lame. I'm gonna say Chrono Trigger. That's fair. Okay. It's probably what I'd have to pay at this point in time to get like a Super Nintendo cartridge edition of it, and it's such a good game. I would love it with like, even just an art book, some you know, like not super high end making of special edition goodies just like you know some of the concept art toriyama's original sketches in there maybe that'd be cool yeah um i know thompson you said uh castlevania symphony of the night yeah yeah 
It's like my favorite game of all time, practically. So, but you didn't tell us what you'd want to see in it for a hundred bucks, dude. Like it doesn't matter. I don't even want to see anything new. I'll just, just get it again. Just like, <laughs> like I don't fucking care. I love that game. Like <laughs> I will always play that game. I, I've bought it every time it's come out on every system that I've owned, wow. which was just about everything. I think the only thing it, is it on the Xbox One. I, I don't have one, but <laughs> if it is, I don't have it there, and that's about it. So, you know. It's like Skyrim. That's my Skyrim. Yeah. It, as long say. as you release it, I'll just buy it again. Like I don't even care. And then I play the damn game twice every time. Play it once normal, and then you play it again with that stupid fucked up name that gives you 99 luck and zero stats. But that's what I do every fucking time. It's a dread cycle. <laughs> Is it a dread cycle? Because you seem to look forward to it. I mean, I kind of do, but I've done it like ad nauseum now, so, you know. All right. Castlevania Symphony of the Night 2 comes out, and we'll break the cycle. Actually, wait, I'm waiting for that new one. Uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, we didn't get to play it at Comic-Con, but it was there, and I, I regret not playing it. Damn. Oh, well. it's it's It looks really good. That's all. <laughs> yeah, the unnamed game looks really yeah. good. That's... It has a name, and that people one know game it. game with the castles this is and why the Vanias. I need Pete the sometimes. <laughs> all about the Vanias. That's right. this is why I need Pete. Oh, Bloodstained, I think it's called, maybe. Jesus. I don't know. It's... Doesn't matter. It's basically Castlevania, so whatever. Thompson, could your aesthetic be more of like a heavy metal album cover? Just like, oh yeah, I'm really looking forward to Bloodstained. Bloodstained. <laughs> I don't Child know, man. Labor. It's close to that. <laughs> Wait, sure, do Bloodstains yeah. and Child Labor go together? Is that, sure they do, because they break their hands. Heavy metal? Is that, is that metal? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they break their hands working real hard, you know? <laughs> they learn the ways of metal. Oh, <laughs> they chop them up. Moving right along. Yeah. Moving right along. If you want to tell us uh, what games you would drop $100 to get a fancy uh, Super Nintendo cartridge edition of, uh, you can email us at the comics or the video game pals at gmail.com. Oops. Wrong show. Jesus Christ, Andy. And if you want to send us your own random question of the week, uh, we'd love to have it. So to get back into the news, God of War is the fastest selling PS4 exclusive ever. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's Surprising no one. It's it's a little surprising just how much it sold. I'm really? surprised. Its first weekend, it sold three million copies in its first three days. Oh, oh, I didn't see that part. Yeah. Whoops. Well, that's pretty goddamn impressive. Yep. <laughs> For reference, Uncharted Four told, sold two point six million its first week, and wow. Horizon Zero Dawn sold two point one its first two weeks. What? Yeah, that's a surprise. Three million in three days. Three million in three wild. days is bonkers. That's like a million a day. You're welcome. <laughs> Fast math. <laughs> Quick maths. Napkin math, as we call it. Yeah. yeah. That's that's impressive. That's though. insane, that's right? People just really like the boy. <laughs> boy. <laughs> like so, I don't have a PS4, and I probably wouldn't have bought it anyway. But damn, like good on you, you crazy kids. Hey, look, I contributed. Oh, nice. Oh, hey, wow. Are you going to open it? Uh, yeah, I, I fully intended to play it, but I had to go uh, somewhere the weekend it came out, which, you mm. know, that first weekend, it's like the movies. Like, if I don't go to the movie the first weekend, I'm probably not going to see it. Yep. I got to play the game when I get it. But I'm going to get around to it because I've heard amazing things about this game. Uh, but I just wanted to uh, be a part of something. And so... Uh, I, I have contributed to the uh, three million in three days. Nice. nice. Um, if you're on the fence about God of War, you can check out Thompson and Pete playing it over on Pals Play, right? Yeah, it's basically four episodes of us sitting there in amazement and just watching as the beauty unfolds. So go for it. Good plug. Uh, yeah. How uh, how many times per episode does Pete call you boy? He doesn't. He just sits there going, oh, God, look at this graphics. Look at this. Oh, man, look at that. Where it's just me, like, commenting on everything else. <laughs> it makes it sound like Pete is so pure. Like, he's just... He was, like, the whole game, the whole four episodes, just sitting there in amazement when we played. It was just... That's it. If you want to watch four to episodes fair, it is of On Wonder. Mm. So Pete's the boy, then. Oh, yeah, for sure. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quick question. So the 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 uh, the games that you lift you listed, Andy, are those the other top selling PS4 exclusives? Uh, yes, I believe so. Um, these stats all came from a Polygon article that we'll link down below. Um, 
But yeah, the previous record holder was Uncharted 4, and Horizon Zero Dawn was... Um, Second? I guess. Yeah, I mean, it was just huge last year as a PS4 exclusive. Is it just me, or does it... And please correct me if I'm wrong. Does it feel like we're only now getting into the, you know, like, golden era of PS4 exclusives? Oh, no, it does. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Hasn't yeah. that always, like, historically happened late stage in a console's life anyway? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah you're right. Yeah, this is, like, that uh, that 2016 E3 show when they were just like, games, 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 games. <laughs> now all those games are coming <laughs> it's out. true. Right. Finally, yeah. I was still waiting on Days Gone, yeah. <laughs> Show me two years ago with that 4K thing. There's always Meanwhile, one. <laughs> us Xbox guys over here. Got Sea of Thieves! Grats! State of Decay 2's coming out. Sea of Thieves. Yeah. Crappy. Don't give me listen, that. Listen, man. I read... <laughs> you want to talk about... you? you listen. I read that that game lost half of the player base once they took it off Games Pass, okay? Oh, it's off Game Pass now? I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's, it's not that's, what, that's what I read. Wait, if it's off Game Pass, I'm very confused because I, I still play it. I don't know, man. Did you buy it accidentally? No, I, I hope not. <laughs> it might have been it lost half its players once the, like, the free two weeks of Games Pass right now. Oh, yeah, that's probably what. That's probably what. Um, that's still really shitty, dude, that people didn't want to keep the Games Pass to play other games, and then they were like, fuck it. Yeah, here it is. CFDs yeah. lost half its players on Xbox One and Windows PC after Xbox Game Pass free trial. So, there you go. There's your great oh. pirate game, Andy. <laughs> For what it's worth, I Where really are your thieves it. now? That's right. They all left. You know why? Because pirates suck, and nobody wants to be one. <laughs> Made a bunch of internet friends last night, Sean, so, yeah. For the record, Sean's supposed to be the balance here. We've been, we've said that so many times, but apparently not the case today, and I'm loving it. But also, like, just want to point that out, that Sean's supposed to be the balance and the one supposed to keep us on track, and I don't think we've gone further off track in a couple episodes at least. I mean, we have one less mouth on the show, so I figure, you know, we might as well fill the time with some interesting uh, ribbing of Andy. <laughs> that's just her the tables have turned he who sits in the, the host chair gets all the stabs how the turns uh. have tables <laughs> I like it oh how the turntables how the box have Atari speaking of <laughs> nice segue Peggy Ooh. Atari put out some new details about its upcoming console this week like a name the Atari VCS <laughs> is available for pre-orders on May 30th. What? I thought it was Atari Box. Nope. Now it's called nope, the VCS. they changed it from uh, the dumb-sounding but, like, okay name to the most corporate nonsense I've ever heard. The Atari VCS. What does it mean? Who knows? Didn't we cover this a little bit a couple episodes ago? Because I remember riving on the names, like, virtual console software or something was our was our guess i think the the launching and all that jazz is new okay yeah scare me pegs yeah well you know <laughs> uh the atari video console system oh, is that's available cool. <laughs> is available for pre-order starting on may 30th as a special pre-order price point you can get it for 200 bucks and it will hopefully launch by next spring okay there's a lot of, they want of ifs on this. Two hundred dollars for something that I don't know what it does in a, a little bit over a year from now. It sounds like a bad yep. Kickstarter, but not Kickstarter. No, but like <laughs> if the bad Kickstarter doesn't get funded, you don't have to pay. Now if Atari flops, they just That's keep what money. I mean. I think. Yeah, like it sounds like a a worse Kickstarter. <laughs> Atari worse Kickstarter. Oh boy. Um, they're gonna be two models. One's going to have that classic Atari wood paneling look, fit right in with your 70s rec room. <laughs> uh, Damn. One's going to be more modern, and by more modern, I mean it basically looks like a modem. It's like a small little black thing with, um, you know, some lights and vents. There's also going to be two controllers. One's the classic Atari paddle, and one is a twin analog looking thing. They both look cheap as fuck. 
And Atari still hasn't answered the most important question for a video game console. What games will it play? They've said it's going to run classic games, which, like, it's an Atari, so that makes sense. It damn well should. Yeah. They've also teased current content. Who knows what that means, though? <laughs> Skyrim VCS calling it. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, this thing is such a fever dream, man. Like, it never yeah. get the the ride never ends with this system, <laughs> or whatever it is. I don't even want to yeah. call it a system anymore. I don't think it deserves the right to stand amongst the other systems. <laughs> can we can we kind of, like, broaden the question from what games will it play to what the hell will this thing do? Because I'm still not entirely <laughs> sure. Outside of playing Atari, like, playing old Atari games, which, yeah. And streaming uh, Pandora. Ooh. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, because remember that we, we covered a little bit about this a couple episodes ago, and, like, they said that it was going to be, like, a Linux system and, like, a sandbox thing. You can go on the internet, and it's just like, what, what is this? Like, what, what are you telling me right now? You're saying words, and I know what they mean separately, but together I have no idea what the hell this is. <laughs> My one question is, like, can this possibly be any good? No. no. Listen, I love man. that they... I love that they even put two controllers in, as if I'm going to have one friend who's going to want to play this. Like, <laughs> if I get this, who the hell's going to want to play with me? If you get this, we're going to assume you are not Sean, and we're going to have to do something about that. I might you... be a scroll. Can you, ima can you imagine showing your friend, yo, man, I got this VCS over here, and your friend just looks like, the fuck are you doing over there? We're going to play on controller. the modem? What the hell is this? Oh man! Like, right now, Atari hasn't shown me anything to convince me that I should spend two hundred dollars for their wood paneled Linux box and not fifteen dollars on one of those like Atari paddles with two cables coming out of it that runs a hundred games. Yeah. Also, like next year, buy it at Kohl's. It'll be by great. spring twenty nineteen. We'll have the iPhone eleven, and this will be like nothing. You know, <laughs> so. <laughs> Imagine, like, I, I can only imagine this goes one of two ways. A, that iPhone has more power than this Atari box has, oh, it, and it everyone's just like, does. this is trash. Or B, uh, the VCS is the best console known to man. They pull <laughs> it out of nowhere, and it is the best console, like, to sell. It beats out Nintendo. It's a huge, like, like big story of how the underdogs came out and like took it because of their fantastic console they apparently just didn't know how to market beforehand but like i'm i'm guessing it's the former but like it this this can only go one of two ways and they're both extremes Pe peggy let me i'm yes. gonna make this declaration right now go for it okay if this console is yeah. good okay like if we all unilaterally agree that it's good for real no bullshit yeah. I will live the rest of my life as a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> as a matter you of fact, that's, that's not possible, right? I can't actually live as a pirate. But right. what I will do is I will do that very show with an eye patch on. Ooh, I will petition the like U this. United States flag to have the VCS on it. If it's good, <laughs> if it's just great, I will. I will say we should blast that shit on our flag. Oh, say does that wood panel <laughs> system yet wave? Yeah, exactly. Like that's how sure I am that it will suck. <laughs> like to have the switch launch, like kind of launch, right? To yeah. be that thing everybody wants, it's got to have like the killer app like breath of the wild was everybody wanted to play breath of the wild are they gonna do like a return to the roots of pong <laughs> breath of the but, pong like... <laughs> breath of the pong <laughs> we've made pong open world yeah what does that mean oh, no. find the fuck out well, the killer app is the atari <laughs> store where you can go buy all your dlc with one stop shopping oh no i hope we never talk about this console again all right, new new idea for the Thompson Sean Marvel versus Capcom grub, grudge match. No, 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 no. Loser has to buy a VCS. Oh, God, no. I don't have that kind of cash. <laughs> I better play well. 
I like it. Start saving Thompson. Oh god. <laughs> Can we just switch it to StarCraft? I'm pretty good at Marvel, but it's been no. years, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> That's I used quite to be okay. king. <laughs> hey, if you lose, you're gonna need a real redemption, like a Red Dead redemption. Oh, nice. Very oh, damn. good. There we go. <laughs> All right. So the... don't do that. It wasn't good. It was. Hey, it, I like we're going to reward you for Moving getting on. us out of the hell. The Red Dead Redemption 2 trailer dropped this. Uh, the third trailer for Red Dead Redemption 2. Sorry. Dropped this week. Um, had a bunch of nice little tiebacks to the original. Uh, gave us the exact year it's going to be set, which is 1899. 12 years before Red Dead Redemption's 1911. So it will be more of the wild west than the dying west um that red dead redemption the original one explored uh a bunch of the gang members that you had to track down and kill in red dead redemption showed up which was cool um you know given that it's a prequel about john marston's time in a gang seems like it makes a lot of sense um there was a look at blackwater which was like the main little town in the first one um looks even more like a tiny you know backwater town than it did before i see what you did there rockstar (laughs) um most interestingly it looks like it confirmed a leak of uh the map earlier which included a french inspired like new orleans kind of proxy called new bordeaux um there was there's some people going through a bayou there's some french looking architecture and streetcars which is um i don't think rockstar's ever touched new orleans before uh, Not to my knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's like, that's such a cool setting in terms of like American cities. Cause it's really the only one that's like got that French influence. And I think more games should touch it. Yeah. But I'm very excited to see what Rockstar does with it. Uh, do you guys have any thoughts on the trailer? I do. <clears throat> um, now I've never played the first one. Did it make you want to play the first uh, one? kind of i realized that i don't know how much i care for westerns uh for that for that scene it's it's all right um but more than that this is a controversial take but i don't think this game like visually looks that good i had the same thought i didn't i actually didn't i didn't like the trailer wow i really didn't like the trailer i thought it was just kind of bland Somewhere, Pete is having yeah. a heart attack. Well, that's why he's not on this show. <laughs> I'll revive him later. It's fine. I told you this. But yeah, no, I had the same thought. It really wasn't It wasn't that special, to me at least. Then again, I also have not played the original one. Um, but like just going at it from a third-party perspective, seeing if I want to get into the franchise, that trailer did not did not do it for me. Yeah. Sure. Um I, I played the first one, but I also really don't care for westerns, so the first one for me was like kind of just like a hit or miss like experience, like see if I like it, and turns out I really liked it. You know, it, it, it surprised me how much, you know, it's a Rockstar game, right? So uh, I actually played Undead Nightmare first, uh, which was that like expansion thing where everything's zombies. So I kind of played the game weird, like I played that and I was like, oh, maybe I should play the real game. Went back and played the real game. It's fucking great. Uh, but I do agree, this trailer doesn't do anything for me. Um, you know, I I don't necessarily uh, I don't know what it was about it. Like nothing about it. Like I didn't really even catch most of the um uh, the the call-ins or whatever the tiebacks to the other game because like I kind of forgot a lot of the the stuff of the first game because it's been so long. But you know, it yeah it didn't it didn't do anything for me. It's just like I know I'm gonna play this game uh, anyway, so I don't care about the trailers as it is. I guess for me it doesn't really do anything. So it could have been an amazing trailer and I still would have been like, eh, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because I know I I'm going to play it, you know? Because it's like, just because I played the first one. And like, more so, I still don't care for Westerns, but it's a Rockstar game and I know it's going to be a good Rockstar game at that, you know? Like, they don't put out shit, generally speaking, so. So I'm like, I'm in a weird position where I love Westerns and I enjoyed the first game, but because of the... The way Rockstar's handled like Grand Theft Auto Online and the like online focus on this one, I'm still kind of on the fence on it. That's fair. The online though did get a ton better. Like they used all those years to make it actually good, you know. Oh yeah. So yeah, hopefully it's just like... come out with this strong, you know, and not be as shitty, you know. Because <laughs> god damn, that GTA Online was bad. 
And GTA Online is still like got a ton of money hooks that I don't yeah, really care true. for. And especially when the like the Rockstar corporate people are on record like last year saying we're not monetizing this enough. Yeah, I do remember that with the the mods that or something that they wanted to monetize, right? Yeah. Some I think that's yeah. where it came from, yeah. Um but like I'm very worried that uh Red Dead Redemption 2 will be monetized more than Grand Theft Auto Online. I mean it could. Are you in it for the single player though? Like at all? Cuz like I'm more in it for yeah. that than the multiplayer to be honest anyway, so. Yeah, isn't the story the big driving yeah. part of RDR anyway? I mean for most Rockstar games like, you know, even... for most people mm. or like the open world because like Rockstar stories are never that great. What? I think they're oh, good, the... man. I like GTA 5s, you know. I like I like <laughs> the takes. first I like most of the stories. I like the first Red Dead Redemptions and I don't know, the Grand Theft Auto games are fun, and I like the open world, and I like the characters mostly, but, like, the stories were never the interesting part, at least for me. I was wrapped into the to the story of GTA 3, Vice City, San Andreas. I mean, San Andreas like, in particular had a... Had a yeah. had San Andreas, yeah. Uh, you know, story, I think. I mean, there's, it's Rockstar Games, it's gonna be, like, cliche over-the-top shit, but, like, I thought San Andreas was great, you know, for that part of it. At least I wanted to see the next bit of story in that game. Yeah, I, yeah, I like San Andreas' story. I don't know, but the rest of the Grand Theft Auto games, I could give or take. I'm surprised the story was not what I came for. Um, and like, I don't think the trailer looked very good visually. I'm with Sean yeah. and Peggy on that one. Like, I was, it was some weird Uncanny Valley shit. I don't get that reference. Okay, <laughs> um, so. The Uncanny Valley is uh, this idea that as we, like, do computer animation or, like, robots and things, as we get closer to making them look human, they look better and better and better until they hit a point where they're too close but still not quite human and then they look disgusting oh, and weird. Oh, yeah, okay. Like the Polar Express. That's a perfect movie for it, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's what I got from a lot of the, like, animations and things in this, is that it just looked weird and not right, and creeped me out a little bit. Yeah, I can see that, man. It's, like, it's a, it's, it's not the same as, like, when I look at, you know, even, like, God of War just came out, or whatever, you know, like, it looks, still looks visually great, but that doesn't look weird, you know? <laughs> like, something about this chart mm. did look a little weird. I, I, I think you nailed it, yeah. Peggy, did you think it was... Did you did you think it was too realistic or did you cuz for me I thought it was just like why is the quality why is the quality of the graphics not that high Yeah I thought the quality I thought the quality was low right. I didn't really think of Uncanny Valley like I like I understand the reference and all that just but like eh I think it was more so or actually probably the the like feeling of like it's unfinished helped towards that Uncanny Valley feeling you know what I mean um Cause yeah, it didn't. It didn't feel like it was done. Yeah. It felt like it was like very close, but not not totally there. Yeah, I don't know. I like. I want to talk to Pete about this honestly, because I know he's like the big Red Dead guy. Yeah. Um, and I wish he was here to have this conversation and defend Rockstar a little bit. F's in the chat for Pete. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna gonna pour one out, and we're gonna move right along. So our last news items this week are gonna take us into our meat and potatoes. Um, are both battle royale related? What? Yeah. My time to shine. <laughs> it's Peggy's time. Uh, as you know, we here at the Video Game Pals, we like the battle royale scene. We play PUBG. We play Fortnite. We play Radical Heights. We've played H1Z1, so like we've been there. We've been. There. Hey, I okay, used to well. play that back when before it was even that. Whoa. <laughs> Deep cuts. Yeah. But now the question is: Has it gone too far? A battle royale board game hit Kickstarter this week, and I don't know what, what? to feel. About. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, actually, no. We should probably explain it before I go off. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, there's a, a board game on Kickstarter. Um, called Last One Standing that looks basically like Fortnite the board game. Wow. Um, down to the art style and everything. It 
uh, looks like a battle royale, but, you know, as a board game, people land on the board, look for loot, and then try to kill each other. And the designer's looking to ship it by October. And then, in another related piece of news, Battle Right, which was like a bite-sized MOBA, also announced that this summer they're rolling out a Battle Royale mode. Um, they haven't put out much details other than a tweet saying, this summer, go beyond the arena, announcing Battle Right Royale. But, like, I can't even imagine a a MOBA playing out as a Battle Royale. Have you played Battle Right? I have, yeah. Okay, I mean, like, I think a MOBA can't, but I think Battle Right could because it doesn't have the minions, you know? Like, it doesn't have the lanes. It's It really kind of already is an arena, you know? Like, it's just a map where you fight. So, like, a Battle Royale version of it's not too far-fetched, but I cannot imagine, like, League or Dota doing it, you know? that would That's just, like, not in the realm in my eyes. Like, just both of these seemed like just weird applications of a trend in video gaming in yeah, like mean, shooters yeah. to a different part of like a gaming scene mm-hmm. i know we're not the board game pals but i've talked about board games on here before i'm like pretty into that scene and i am just thoroughly confused by where this is going i will say there have been like this this is not a board game per se but it has the same feel like critical role which is a D thing uh, where a bunch of nerdy-ass voice actors play D&D, blah, 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 blah. You've probably heard of them before, and I'm sure I've mentioned them on, on the show before. But they did a level 20 Battle Royale-esque thing at the end of their last campaign. So the ones with, like, the, the Vox Machina. And it was pretty damn good. Like, that entire thing, yes, Keith was completely overpowered, as she should be. But, like, it was very, very well done. So, if it's... As well done as like something like that, which can which has that both which has the uh the elements of a MOBA and a and a like a board game is what I would consider that critical role battle royale <laughs> thing. Um I think this has potential solely off of the fact that Critical Role did it so well. That being said, that's like the pinnacle of D D, so like you know but but like there's a chance here and i actually really do like this if i was into board games i would absolutely buy that because i think i think if it's done as well as it seems to be uh it's going to be a really fun time for people who a like the battle royale scene and b have that little bit of D in them i mean isn't this board game basically just monopoly you land on the board scramble for loot and survive and kill everyone else that's what <laughs> i was thinking like monopoly yeah i mean is like a... this board game doesn't seem too far-fetched mm-hmm. to me you know like, I'm kind of surprised it hasn't come out before, like, the Battle Royale trend, you know? It's fair. And, like, I know that, <clears throat> I guess, the the kill everyone, like, be the last person standing isn't new. Like, that's how, you know, our group of friends plays Magic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I guess it's the, I'm I'm not as confused by the board game, which, like, I, it just seems weird that he's basically making a Fortnite board game. Mm. Fair. Um, I am a little bit confused by Battle Right because such a big part of the the Battle Royales I've played is that, like, everybody starts on even ground. And, like, it's the same reason I can't imagine an Overwatch Battle Royale. I was going to Because it's that, like, yeah. would you make everybody play the same character? Tracer for days. <laughs> Everybody's Tracer. Yep. Spam cheers love the cavalrys here until a hundred people kill themselves no, no, it's just, for hearing it's that line It's just too slow times. over and over again. It's one of her voice lines, <laughs> oh, yeah. God. But no, like I, I think that's that's definitely the more concern where like balancing and that sort of stuff. But I don't think it's I really don't think it'd be that hard to balance. Um as long as you're not Brigetta in this current patch cycle, then you're fine, but we can just ban her, so it's fine. But uh, but like outside of her, like I I do feel like at least in in Overwatch cases, Battle Right I can't really speak to Thompson. I think you can better. But like there are ways to to balance heroes to make it a fair playing field where like it's it's a <clears throat> sorry a like your style is really and like your style and, like ability to play is really the factors here outside of the the abilities. I think Battle Right is is pretty indicative of that like i've gotten uh you know 2v1 by a healer and i've 
like what you know me and Peter, whoever I've been playing with, have been like, what the fuck? Like we should have been able to smash this guy, and this guy just plays like you know ace shit. So, you know, I mean, we're not scrubs at it, but there's some people on there that take like something that you look at a character and go, well, that person just heals like or whatever, you know, and like they just they fucking wipe the floor with you. So, there are some skill levels on that game that I could see translating. Like I think the characters are all within like. 40 or so health of each other and they they max out around like you know 220 or like as low as 160 health so they're, they're not like too incredibly far apart and the damages usually are 10 to 20 at most 20 if you got like a heavy shot thing so it's pretty scaled i think already balanced well enough but uh like again man like if you try to do something like league or whatever like that's fucked up because they have items and all that crap get brought in so it's like that now now it doesn't even fucking matter the stats are just all over the place because you can build wherever you want you know so are you guys in on battle right royale is that what i'm I'm definitely gonna try it i mean i didn't buy the game uh when it was like do that offer to get all the free characters so i just play the free rotations on it but like i haven't played it in like a you know hot minute so it's it's an excuse to go back to it i'm gonna wait for the what I'm assuming is the unannounced Blizzard Battle Royale. <laughs> I'm still yeah, right? I'm still putting all my eggs in that <laughs> basket. I am fascinated by the idea of a uh, MOBA Battle Royale. I, I I now feel that that needs to happen because I think <laughs> it's... Uh, I, I, I just... I want to see Blizzard do it. I want to see them do it with HOTS. I know that's probably far-fetched, but um, make it a make Heroes it an event. Of the battle royale. Yeah. Nexus Royale. There you go. Right. Blizz, that's free. There you go. <laughs> Hire Peggy. You know, I'm like, her manager. Like would work. Uh, I take ten percent. Uh, we need to talk about this shot. All right, I'll, I'll, off the air, off the air. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I would, I would definitely uh, be very interested to see a battle royale mobile. So when this comes out, I will probably be into it. Yep. All right. So, with that, we're going to move into our meat and potatoes this week. Is there anything the Battle Royale wave can't or shouldn't touch? And, in a related question, how much longer do we have until this bubble pops? Okay. Is it going to pop? Okay, 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 okay. So, (laughs) let me just roll up my sleeves here really quick. Uh, Yeah. So, like, what, this, this is going to make sense. What console was that really bad E.T. game on? The Atari. Okay, so it was Atari, right? All right, cool. So, like, we're kind of seeing what happened with the Atari happen here to an extent where, like, people are seeing just how much money these games are making, so they're just mass-producing them, basically. Um, That being said, though, the difference between what's going on with Atari or what happened with Atari and what's going on with Battle Royales is that the old guard, like the old Battle Royales, so like PUBG, Fortnite, not H1Z1, but like PUBG and Fortnite um, are actively keeping their player base by by producing uh, new... I dropped my pen, sorry. By producing like new sort of content for their game. So like new skins... Uh, changing up the map in the case of Fortnite, you know, that sort of thing. So while it happened, well, like, Atari's entire bubble burst and pretty, like, devastatingly, I don't think pub, uh, I don't think Battle Royales will to either to the extent that happened with Atari or just at all. Um, as long as the old guard and, like, as long as the people that have established themselves as Battle Royales uh, continue to do so, and continue to kind of evolve to what the players have wanted and the players' needs, because that's something that I feel like the majority of Battle Royals have kind of been tailored to. Um, but I do see there being a point where Battle Royales just no, like new Battle Royales just no longer make money because they're too late on the draw. Hmm. That's, yeah. that's an interesting take. I think I agree with it. Yeah, I'm under the idea that you got about till the end of this year to pop out any Battle Royale games because it'll be, you know, 2019 and then <clears throat> something else is going to come out or some new fad. Yeah. You know? I don't know, guys. I think that's a really short timeline. Uh, we've seen lots of sort of um, different types of games come out and have their moment in the sun. And I, I look at like MOBAs, right? And that's not over. You know, um, but then again, to be to your point, I guess 
It's not like new MOBAs are thriving. Right. No, unless there's like a, <clears throat> a Heroes of the Storm that comes out, you know, like a big, uh, you know, comes out late in the game like they did, and, and they're Blizzard, so they can do that, you know? So Blizzard could wait to two years from now to release a Battle Royale, and it would still sell like hotcakes, mm-hmm. you know? <sighs> wow. All right, all right. You swayed me. I guess I like, agree I don't now. know, though. Uh, Heroes of the Storm took a long time to find its footing, and it's still, like, carved itself out a, a small niche, but it's not, you know, it's not the same yeah, yeah. as League or Dota in terms of Well, that's what I mean, man. They came, they came late, you know, and but they're Blizzard, so they'll, they're not going to just abandon it and be like, ah, the game didn't do so right. great. You know, they're going to yeah. work on it and make it something that you will want to play, yeah. you know? So they could they could release a battle royale ten years from now probably and it would still be okay at one point you know just just because they're by then old. it'll be nostalgic it's fine <laughs> yeah see it would be fine yeah they could you know whatever it's, all it's good. also Blizzard's fault though because <laughs> um, Hots at first wasn't good I wasn't playing in the beginning but everything I've heard is that it was not a good game and they've worked on it and iterated to get it to the place where it's a good game but a lot of people jumped ship a long time ago. Yeah, dude, I played for, like, the beta of it and a little bit after it came out, and then I didn't play again until 2.0 because it was just, like, it didn't grab me, you know? And then after the 2.0 patch, I was like, all right, you know what? Now it's good. Now, like, I don't, I didn't see the slow climb, you know? I came back when it was already, like, right. fixed, basically, so. And then I think bolstering Peggy's point, uh, a lot of people will look at HOTS and go, okay, well, this isn't like League. You know, it isn't it isn't like Dota. I don't want to play this. And so I think that there may be that same perspective when it comes to the Battle Royale scene, comparing things to like Fortnite or um or PUBG, the sort of game. Uh like there there's there's definitely a thing that happens where it's like, how much is this like the other game that I really like? Not enough that I don't want to play. But if it's too much like the other game I really like, then I might as well just play that other game. So it's very hard to develop in that space because you have to do something that's different enough to attract people and tear them away from the game they normally play, but not too different that it's foreign. Yeah, that's why I think Radical Heights actually fits in pretty well, you know, because it's, it's at its core a pretty straightforward shooter, but it's got that money aspect to it, which is unique to any of them that I've played so far, you know? And like, honestly, like, I find myself playing that now more than the other two, just because it's like, it is very similar to the other two, and I can jump in and feel like it's similar, but it has that totally unique thing that I always feel like I'm getting somewhere with that right. thing, you know? Interesting, yeah. Um, I just had a thought that I'm, like, I'm going to call it right now, Microsoft announces a Halo Battle Royale at E3. Uh. <laughs> hey, you know, that would be pretty cool, man, as long as you could play, like, you know, different different races in the game would be neat red versus yeah, it's blue like... battle royale <laughs> <laughs> well if you can't play an honorable elite there's no point um wow i, I have a question <laughs> I, i've never played yes. a battle royale game so okay as as <laughs> i see you shaking your head Peggy. disapproval as, it's yeah, not my yeah. fault that PUBG Download wasn't Fortnite, a game Sean. for so long hey maybe i will play Fortnite. it's free um, i know uh so do you guys really feel like we've gotten to the point with this kind of game where there's no room to iterate and do special things that keep it fresh? Do you really think we're at that point already? Uh, there's a little room, I think, you know. There's like this, like I mean like really Radical Heights is like the example of me because it's very similar to the other ones. It's just got one thing different, you know. And like it's I feel like it's fast approaching where you only have so many one thing difference games that can come out you know that that's like we're not there yet but like i don't think in the next six months i could see another another battle royale game and not people just like go like all right you know come on we've had like this one on top of this one on top of this one by now and like we already know that there's other ones that are going to be coming out sure. that we don't know about and there's clones of clones already so the saturation's already starting and i just think the standouts are getting far and few in between and the fact is, even if there is a standout by the end of the year, unless it is a AAA title uh, or something that's marketed really well, I don't think it's going to get the audience it deserves, even if it is good, and you know, and it will have some kind of lack because we'll just be like on the next thing or there will be something else starting, you know, at this point. Yeah, I think I'm with Thompson there. Like it, 
it's not that there's no room to grow. It's that there's so much coming out that there's like, it's almost impossible to stand out even if you are doing the things better. It's an oversaturation of the scene. Right. Yeah. It's like if you're not Fortnite or PUBG at this point, it seems like really unlikely that your game is going to be a success. Or I I don't know about that necessarily. I don't think it's like it'll be a success, but I think it'll be a niche success, just not how many million players concurrent like to break records. Like I don't yeah, think you're going to be breaking many. records, <laughs> but I do think that there's still a uh, space in the scene for like pocket niche sort of games like radical heights i can see radical heights having a cult following that is really really cool um but in terms of like PUBG, fortnite numbers i think that i think that that ship sailed by now but what about the AAA developers they haven't even thrown their hat yeah i'm not even I, counting I, them I'm, I'm i'm counting indies at the moment because we all oh. know we all know once blizzard hits with their Blizzard Battle Royale Super Seaver project, project, yeah, that that shit's gonna blow up, and I will be one of the ones who will download that like, immediately. Once, once Call of Duty's Battle Royale right. drops, oh god! Once Red Dead Redemption's Battle Royale yeah. drops, I just think that that's the like, last bit of it because the AAA market seems to catch up right with yeah. everything else, and then it's like when they come out and all those are out, right, and all those services launch, and everyone's got their hands on them, it's gonna be fucking impossible for something else to come out. Because you've already got Fortnite, PUBG, everything else, and then all the other ones in between, and then those AAA services, yeah. and it's like, that doesn't mean the Battle Royale genre is dead, that just means it's locked in the same way the MOBAs are pretty much locked in place. And, like, you know, you might get a new one every now and then, but nothing's gonna break headlines anymore, right. and that's it. Once yeah. the AAA games come out for this genre, I see it basically just, that's the cap on it, we're good, okay. you know, like, and by then, too, I might think there's just too many already, there's going to be, like you said, a few more already that I'm probably going to have to play. So, you know, I would be ready to move on by then. I'm kind of ready to move on now, you know? Fair. Yeah. Honestly, I just, I, I'm excited to see what happens just because I always find it fascinating in the gaming space how these things come and go. Um, and this is definitely the next big thing. So I think uh, six months is a really accurate timeline as far as determining where where we're going to be. Um, because like you said, there's still the Call of Duty one. There's um, probably the Blizzard one and this one and that one that we have to uh, look for. And uh, I, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic for the future of this genre. And I kind of want to throw my hat in the ring and see see what it's like. Because I still, like I said, I've never played one. So You said I want to throw my hat in the ring and I'm going to assume you meant you wanted to play it. But my brain went to Sean's going to make a battle royale. Yo, I might have to, man. <laughs> the, 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 the Pals Network battle royale. How about that? It's your first pirate-based battle oh, royale game. Shit, at your life. Come on. <laughs> no one wants that. You're right. Nobody does want it because it would have been done by now. Exactly. And Sea of Thieves' lack of success proves that uh, nobody's looking for pirates. Does it? Yeah. Or does Sea of Thieves' lack of success prove that Sea of Thieves was a little light on content, but its initial interest shows that people do want pirates? Pirate Royale. Should have been on the PS4. That's what it shows. Yar, that's going to do it for us here on the Video Game Pals. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> <laughs> Again, check us out over at Apple Podcasts. Uh -huh. uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, give us a like or a subscribe if you're into what you're seeing uh, or hearing or so they should they should like or subscribe is that accurate you should like and subscribe oh. and also share us with your pals so they can become our pals too oh good advice what else you got um what else i got you can find me over on twitter at tiger underscore millions <laughs> what? i don't know how to do this part i don't usually host <laughs> you like me to yeah, if you want to step in and like guide yeah. me through the rigmaroles of hosting, Sean, like the paladin he is, coming in last minute <laughs> to save the day. Uh, so you can find us at the Comics Pals wherever your social media is sold. You can write to us yeah. at the Video Game Pals at gmail.com. Uh, you can write in with a random question of the week, a buy or sell, or let us know what you think about the battle royale scene and where it's going. Do you think that the most popular battle royale of all time is yet to be released or will it remain fortnite and pubg this sort of game uh and uh, i think that's all 
Oh, last but not least, um, the Comics Pals drops the day before this. Uh, this week, we talked about the DC Universe streaming service that is soon to come. So if you're interested in that, tune over to that. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's it. So now let's do some plugs. Word. So you can find me over on Twitter at Tiger <laughs> underscore millions. Uh, Peggy if, goes yeah, first. If you, want to, if you want to talk about what, Sean? Peggy goes we are first. So, no, we are so far into Let's just let him go. I don't care. <laughs> I don't know how to do this. I don't know. Andy, how about you tell us about your social media? If you want to tell me what a shitty job I've done hosting this show, hit me up. How about you, Peggy? I'm glad you asked, Andy. So if you want to talk about Battle Royales, about Overwatch, that sort of thing, um, the stage finals, the season finals, rather, are coming up. Stage finals are today. We we record this on Sunday. So congratulations to, insert name here, because they did a fine job. I'm assuming it's going to be either New York Excelsior or uh, Boston Uprising, unless one of the two LA teams take it, in which case this is going to be a really hype final. Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, one of the articles that are coming out this week, uh, along with the random, uh, along with the usual, rather, uh, Overwatch-like coverage and all that jazz, uh, charting the history of Battle Royales, which came out perfectly for this show. So, awesome. uh, so yeah, that'll be on Jinx TV. Uh, I will tweet it at Moriow, M-O-I-R-A-I-O-W on my, on my Twitter feed, but, uh, it goes from the original Armor 3 mods, Armor 2, Armor 3 mods, into present day. So definitely give it a look if you're interested in, like, what the history of this series is. Very cool. Thompson? You can find me at Relic Vampire on Twitter, and you can also find me doing Pals Play with Pete, because he would be saying that right now. I'll do it for him. And uh, I can honestly tell you that this week for Pals Play, I have no fucking clue what we're playing, uh, because technical difficulties, Pete's not around, and I have no idea. So, if you have something last minute, please throw it in, uh, you know, let me know, let him know, at loud underscore Pete, uh, because, for the love of God, help us. Uh, we need something to do. <laughs> And as for me, you can find me on Twitter only at Sean Soapbox, where we can talk about how horrible pirates are and uh, the fact that westerns aren't so cool. So with that, we have the video game pal signing off. Take care, guys. <laughs>